2: With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets, and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against to spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right. Double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.
0: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch
1: here and it is Tuesday. Max, what is happening?
2: (laughs) Uh, my headset just literally died here. I was going to make some joke about Sex Panther and how he's going to be mean to me about the Rams, but now I got to get a battery for my headset. So now I leave it to Panther to make fun of me while I walk away from the computer. he's having headset <laughs> issues.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not going to make fun of you, but <laughs> we are, we are going to talk about wins above replacement. And uh, I, I don't know if Robert Woods is that valuable, or everything Odell Beckham Jr. touches turns to shit. But uh, I, I posted a tweet this morning. There was a a thing of Odell le- leaning over Stafford, uh, saying, "I thought you were supposed to be better than Baker Mayfield." Uh, not a very not a very good performance by the Rams last night. And I'm still fighting this thing where vegas tells me something and i refuse to listen that line yesterday told us to bet the 49ers and only one of us was smart enough to do it
1: <laughs> i don't know if it was smart enough lucky enough to do it
2: terrible game terrible game uh right off the bat uh i had a bad feeling about it. the rams defense just was not able to stop San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco was uh, like two like 85-yard drives to start the game just kept going up the field and just that defense was just worn out after two fucking drives. Like it fucking just it was a war of attrition out there. And then offensively, yeah, you know, uh, Stafford threw that first uh, interception and then he threw that pick six and it's just like he fucking went into uh, Detroit Lions fucking mental mm-hmm. breakdown mm-hmm. mode there. And uh, I couldn't tell the difference between him or Jared Goff for a while. It was it was really f- yeah. And I I said it going into the game. It's like he just needs to keep it fucking simple. And McVeigh was getting too fucking cute out there. Uh, Odell, fucking you know, I, I don't want to like you know shit on him because he's had like a half a day of practice, but he was not running routes very well. Uh, I think you know, some of the frustrations that of Odell in his career is. He, he just doesn't run routes, right? He just tries to run <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: and like throw the ball to him. Uh, he, he, one of the interceptions, in fact, uh, uh, that that first one, um, uh, you know, just you, you look at what Odell was doing out there and say, like, "What the fuck? Like, wh- where are you running to? This is just stupid." So, uh, no, just a bad performance by the Rams. They have a bye week uh, coming into the, uh, you know next week. They got to get their shit together. I was telling Arch, and you know, I was like, "Listen, man, if they lose this one, I drop them out of that elite status." And right now, they're they're not elite to me. Uh, the defense was not able to make the stops when they needed to, and, and that offense reverted. Uh, it was just some regression there. So, if if you're looking at the elite teams in the league right now, it's very few, few and far between. Uh, we'll, we'll do the DJ rank tomorrow, but it's uh, it's like Dallas and Tennessee right now. <laughs>
3: well like like we've talked about though I, I, I we use the word elite i think in loose fashion because nobody really stands out to, to me anyway um you know anybody has shown they can lose to anybody on any given sunday uh like i said the rams look great on paper they can easily turn around and beat the 49ers by the same score you know a week later i don't read too much into it other than you know, what I did read into it is I felt like they abandoned the run way too early and, and not keeping Daryl Henderson involved and not, you know, controlling, at least attempting to control the clock. But by the time, you know, the the score dictated what they had to do then they couldn't run, but I think they abandoned the run way too early.
1: I don't have any, like, I didn't compare this game to what the Titans did to the Rams. I don't know. How similar it was, but it's something I want to look at. But it does seem like if you can get to Stafford, he doesn't he's not going to make the best decisions once he's rattled Mm -mm. a little bit.
2: Mm -mm. No, Uh, they they, and by getting to him, it's it's getting to him two ways. One is getting to him physically, like uh, getting to him and hitting him. And two is getting to him him mentally. And I think uh, the last two weeks, it's been a a bit of both. Right. I think he's been pushed around a little bit more. Uh, his whole career being in the uh, in the lions behind that offensive line he's he's probably got some PTSD there above worried about you know getting some cracked ribs or a fucking broken vertebrae from from getting hit out there. And then mentally when, once he throws an interception, then throws that second one, it just it, the eyes gloss over. he looks like a fucking little doe out there just just staring at the field, just uh, hoping for for much better. But to Panthers' point, yeah, they, they went down was it 21 to seven at one point? And at that point it's like, okay, well, we're not going to run the ball anymore. So, you know, there goes the play action and going, the Rams are really successful offensively when they establish the run, people fear the run and that play action works really well. And just, they didn't have a chance to yesterday because they just fucking waved the white flag when they were down 21, seven and went into panic mode as opposed to like, let's execute a game plan. Uh, What one of those touchdowns was a fucking pick six. You deal with it. Uh, Pick six has happened. It sucks. But it's a, you, you got to fucking just get over it and, and go back to your game plan. And they just refuse to.
3: That's about it.
1: All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to touch on? I have a, just, just so it doesn't seem as bleak for the Rams, I do have this little list here. This is the worst losses. Let me get a little bigger. Worst losses by people that went on to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the 49ers <laughs> lost to the Eagles 40-8. They went on to win the Super Bowl, 1994. All right. All right. Uh, Raiders lost to the Patriots 48-17. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Patriots lost to the Bills 31-0. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Texans 43-13. So the
2: Ravens that Flacco is, is that Flacco? That's Flacco. Oh, look at that. that was look at Flacco. Yeah, that, that right there. grin on his fucking yeah. face. Look like how goofy he fucking looks.
1: <laughs> that's a, that's the face of a man who knows he's getting a hundred million dollars next year. and never, <laughs> never do anything ever again.
2: I Play for the Jets. Yeah,
1: uh, let's see. Uh, the Steelers lost the Chargers in 79, 35 to 17. I like this one. I was at this game. Chiefs beat the Patriots forty-one to fourteen in twenty fourteen. That was that was it. That was like, oh, Belichick's done.
3: Brady's over. Well, that was, yeah, that was that was the year we were burying Tom Brady. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, yeah. That was good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, when there was hope in Kansas City. Hey, you guys went went on to win the A championship, and yeah, maybe that's it. And well, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so
1: maybe it's not as bleak. You know, getting your ass kicked. Maybe maybe getting your butt kicked twice is kind of more problematic. But, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah, it just there's just a lot of I won't say concern, but the, the both the, the Buccaneers and the Rams are riding two game losing streaks now. Right? It's been
1: 23 days since Tom Brady won a football game.
2: Uh, did you see him at his press conference? No. I think it was less than a minute he was up there. He was so (laughs) fucking salty he did not want to be there. I mean it it wasn't the point where he was looking at his cell phone and and fucking Russell Westbrooking it, but still, like he was just I don't know what the fuck he was wearing too. It's just uh, you know some kind of fucking like I think it looked like Giselle's fucking winter coat or something like that. He just he looked ridiculous, but half these players look ridiculous out there. Uh, ever since you know ever since Fitzpatrick wore Deshaun Jackson's outfit a couple <laughs> years ago, I think it's just everything's off the fucking table of what people wear at the goddamn podiums. But he was just so salty. He was pissed off and uh yeah, I feel bad. Who 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 the Buccaneers play next week? I feel bad for them. <laughs> John, the Giants.
3: <laughs> <to stop> them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't judge line, the line, fucking line dead already. man walking. Oh my god. Yeah, the line was already double digits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, I feel sorry for them. Anyway. Uh, no, nothing much else to say about football. Uh, I guess uh, we can get into. Basketball and hockey, man. Is this gonna be a short show? Dude? It's gonna be should a short show. Really, should we really stretch? That? Do we have anything else that we need to talk about here? Should we talk about?
1: I mean, i have QBR for the week. All right, QBR. Let's talk I can pull that up on screen if you. If we're just trying to
2: I, I, limp listen, along I, here. I guess so.
1: Jimmy G, number one quarterback on the week.
2: Uh, fuck fuck you now i'm gonna leave no. no let's, let's not talk qbr where's where's fucking stafford at bottom of the goddamn it's too bad list. the trade
1: deadline's over because san francisco should just you know they need to trade him right now this
2: second i let Speaking of trade deadline, my, my fantasy trade deadline is this week, and I have an offer on the table for. Uh, and he's going into a bye week. Someone wants uh, Matt Stafford from me, and is offering me Dak Prescott. And a couple weeks ago, I said, like, I didn't say no to the trade. But remember, Panther, we we're talking about it, and uh, you know, it's got. I'm, I'm about to fucking just execute it on it right now. Just Stafford going into a bye week, me getting fucking uh, a healthy Dak Prescott. I feel like I should just fucking do it. That's that's a trade I would make. <laughs> Yeah, number two on the board, Dak Prescott, Jack Prescott there
1: right go. there. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Mahomes, PJ Walker. Look at that. Ooh. Number PJ. six.
2: Who's it? Uh, XFL, XFL, PJ Walker, right? right that,
1: XFL, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. AAF. Oh no, I think he's both. I think he was AAF and XFL. PJ Walker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He thinks he's Kurt Warner over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Hurts well, is number maybe, seven. Maybe In- the
2: Panthers win the fucking uh, championship. Look at that. Yeah. Right, maybe so. <laughs>
1: Uh, Stafford ended up at 16th, so in, in, in a, in a oh, really weird NFL week, he just kind of, you know, he's in the middle of the pack. Still better than Goff. And Lamar, and Baker. How's,
2: how is fucking Mike White not fucking last? Who's last? Who, Colt fucking McCoy. That's it. Oh, Colt, of course. Yeah, Matt Ryan, oh, he got toasted, too. Russell Wilson,
1: he's at the bottom. Russell Wilson's 26th, or 27th. Mm.
2: He had a really bad game. He did. He had a bad one. Yeah, it's funny too. Is we think about the that that Dallas lost to to Denver, Dak shouldn't have been out there, right? I mean, yeah, Dak, no. like you know, Dak sh- was not one hundred percent out there. He shouldn't have been. I'm not trying to make excuses for Dallas because that's the last fucking thing I want to do. But if you look at one of the losses of the better teams in the league, that's one I can kind of shrug off. Some of these other ones are inexcusable, but but that's one I was like, I know like Philly just went into Denver and just smoked them. But you had a hobbled fucking Dak Prescott out there. I mean,
3: 100% Dak Prescott, maybe it's
2: a different story. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: okay, I, I, I still maintain. I I haven't done my rankings yet, but I, there's a very good chance that with a healthy Dak Prescott, I, I really do like the Cowboys, and it pains me to say because I hate the Cowboys. Oh, I listen,
2: I'm, I'm probably putting the Cowboys number one this week, so uh, expect them just so to they lose. lose. Uh, no, no, just, <laughs> just expect them to lose next week because that's it's the curse of the fucking D-Gen rank right there.
1: But well, Dallas plays the
2: Chiefs, right? Oh, they, they, then we're all in unison, right? Number one, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, hey, listen, I know we, I was joking and trolling the other day about putting the Rams number one, but after last night, you have no, don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about that
2: at all. You, you, you preemptively ranked them number one already. So that's what it, it was it. You, <laughs> you preemptively put them in the number one spot. So they lost, uh, you know, just ahead of, ahead of time.
1: Yeah. Uh, brutal. All right. We should get to the NBA.
3: I guess so. There's,
1: there's a whole bunch of games today. Just, just so many. I don't know how we're going to cover them all.
2: Three. I'm only betting on one. I know we are going to touch them all. Oh, God, I, I probably could. And it, it, if I were to bet them all, I'll get into that. Uh, let's start with the game I am betting. though. I'm going to talk to the San Antonio Spurs of the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers just absolutely were rolling before stumbling against the Bulls on Sunday. But they're continuing this homestand, welcoming, welcoming in a Spurs team that has lost three or four games. They're two and five on the road this year. It's funny is if you look at the offensive metrics, teams are very, very close offensively. Offensive efficiency, like a tick apart. Effective field goal percentage, I think San Antonio is slightly better than them. Where they differ, though, is that the Clippers rank second in defensive efficiency while San Antonio is 13th. And so then you look at average uh, scoring margin and the Clippers have an average scoring margin of plus 5.2, where San Antonio is only a plus 0.1. So th- that's where you start seeing that divide, is that the Clippers can play elite fucking defense. San Antonio also has troubleshooting on the road. Their effective field goal percentage drops from 55.4% at home to 50.2% on the road. That is a huge fucking drop-off. I like the Clippers here. I-, I have them almost covering this one, in fact. I'm just going to take him for the win, so it's it's a little chalky on the money line, so it's going to up my bet to fifteen dollars on the Clippers money line.
3: Yeah, if you look at the Spurs, hey, Jacob Patel's is going to miss this game again, uh, and without him, they really don't have any depth at the big spot at, at the five. And you know, if Dejounte Murray was on another team he'd probably be getting MVP consideration, but he's on the Spurs. Nobody really ever talks about the players on the Spurs, but DeJounte Murray is playing fantastic. But at the Clippers, I think they found their answer, and they don't score a lot. They don't score as much as they have in the past, but that defense, like Max mentioned, is absolutely stifling. They create so much frustration, and like Max mentioned, the Spurs struggle on the road with their shooting efficiency. I am 100% agreement with Max here. I like the Clippers for the win. I just don't quite have them covering the six and a half. So it's a money line play for me as well. 15 bucks on the Clippers. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. I think the Clippers do win. I I, I was struggling to find any way to bet the Clippers and turn a profit. And I just can't get there. So, or not turn a profit, but, uh, you know, take a plus line. So yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: you you just can't, because I think uh, the seven and a half, I think is, is too much. It feels like getting an alt line. You you couldn't get an alt line on this Mm
1: -mm, one. -mm. I'll lean the Clippers.
2: Uh, that's the only game I'm betting, but let's let's talk, uh, I guess, Warriors at Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, they've gotten things on track. They're 10-4 they're this season. They've they've won four or five games, 4-2 at home, uh, returning back uh, home after a, a really great road trip. Warriors 11-2 on the season. They dropped a really close one to Charlotte on Sunday. So the question is, could this be a two-game losing streak? It's possible. It is possible. I have this as a very close game, a point in any direction. So flip a coin here. I'll flip the coin, and since Golden State's getting a couple points, I'll lean the Warriors.
3: Yeah, the Brooklyn, it looks like they finally have got the rotation down. The, the Kyrie headache is kind of behind them, or at least they're ignoring it. He's a non-factor. LaMarcus Aldridge is playing fantastic. Uh, he's not putting up, you know, the numbers that he did in San Antonio, but for what they ask him to do, he's really chewing up some minutes, playing big defense, and getting enough points and boards to stabilize that second unit. Golden State, you know, I, I love the Warriors that lost to Charlotte on the road, kind of pump my brakes on them a little bit. I still like them with the two and a half, but that's not where I'm at. This is the game that I'm looking at the total. These two teams are 120 point teams each. So 220 mm-hmm. seems incredibly light to me. I'm going to put $10 on the over 220 points. Over 220. See, I didn't have the totals pulled up here. 220, woo, 221 and a half. Yikes. Is that still? still Yeah. Okay,
1: gotcha. I'm just getting, uh Sorry. Boy, howdy. I was thinking Golden State the whole way. Then I saw everybody in the world seems to be betting Golden State. So <laughs> I'm going to find an alt spread for the Brooklyn Nets here. It's just going to take me a minute, but I'm definitely going to bet Brooklyn. Why don't you move on to the next game while I pull up a alt spread?
2: Even better, let's talk about MoonBet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sportsbook and casino? Well, MoonBet gives you that chance by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the MoonBet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Using the link in our description so they know that you're a true degen, and absolute degen, eclipse the competition. Make some money with MoonBet.
3: Yeah, I'm taking Brooklyn minus 4. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh Pinnacle's got it right here at a plus 113.
1: All right. So, I, I I like that. If everybody in the world is willing to just jump on Golden State like that, I I'm, I'm taking Brooklyn. <laughs> do,
2: do you do you know what uh, Golden State's uh, average scoring margin is on the season? Oh god, I I can't even can you even calculate it? Is it still spinning? It's, it's like plus 13 or yeah, something like that. Cute. It's yeah. it's it, uh, you know, but this is going to be a good test for them. I mean, uh, you know, they they struggled. Charlotte came out with a really good, you know, defensive uh, plan against them and and they just frustrated the warriors out there. Um, So we'll see. Let's see if the Nets, I think that it's have personnel to match up really well with the warriors and, you know, KD getting a chance to uh, stick it to his old team and I love odds
1: jam by the way, but I hate their login system. Hate it with a passion. So there's that there's one downside to odds
2: jam. Their login is tedious. Uh, is it like triple factor authentication? Hey, Do you have to like submit a blood sample, retina scan? Insert your email and then
1: click login. And then they email you a code, but you can't close that tab. You've got to go over there, click on the little uh, tab that they send you. They email you a link. You click on that, and then the code authenticates you. You close that tab and then go back to the original tab.
2: They've just confirmed that they're not going to have any boomer business. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I can't imagine. I'm done. I'm just done. trying to imagine Chubby Zebra figuring this out. Boomers listening to our show, listen. If if you if you, if you need help with this, Arch uh, will do a tutorial on how to log into Jam. And, it's and tough.
3: One. Just log in and leave
2: the windows open. Just never close it. Never close it. That's right. their fucking. That's their mo right there. Just never close it, then you don't have to work. Yes. <laughs> Shit. We got what? One more NBA game. That's it. That's one, one more game. All right. Uh, Philadelphia at Utah. Oh, yeah. man. I can't. I don't like either of these teams right now. Uh, Sixers have lost four in a row. Jazz have lost four or five. For the Sixers, at least you can chalk it up to injuries. Are you going to fucking chalk this up to Rudy Gay not playing for Utah? Is that it,
3: Panther? Is that why Utah sucks right now? Um, no, I think it's the absence of Donovan. Like they just can't find any scoring. Their defense, but no scoring. It's just not good. Anyway, uh, I'm. I, what is this
2: line here? Nine and a half. Oh, my God. If I, God. If, if I was betting spreads, I'd be betting the 76ers here. But I'm not betting spreads right now. So I'll just lean the
3: 76ers. I was betting the 76ers at eight and a half. So at nine and a half, um, it doesn't make me feel better that it's getting you know worse for Utah. But I just don't see this. Philadelphia's not played well. They'll still be um, you know without uh, Joel Embiid. But Andre Drummond's been a monster he's been absolutely a stat stopper they actually aren't worse without Embiid. it's they're worse without the other players danny green's going to be out mighty stibule's going to be out Uh, i think they're missing another player so they don't have the depth to uh, to compete when their starters are missing i still think nine and a half is way too rich so i'm going to put 10 bucks on the 76ers all right
1: yeah i agree with you i think if you're Taking points, you should definitely take Philadelphia. I mean, I'm tempted. To, that plus 370 is mighty tempting.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, you, you could probably, what, take Philly plus like six? And still and maybe, catch a... And still probably catch a little bit of a profit maybe, right? If you if you gave up like three and a half on that line? And maybe.
1: I, uh, yeah. I I,
2: no, it probably have to be like 12,
1: plus 12. <laughs> so, I'll lean Philadelphia in this one. I don't like this one.
2: Yeah, I... I, I it's... it's it's, 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 a tough game because of all the injuries, all the questions and stuff like that.
1: Gerardo says golden state is an underdog It's looking juicy. I,
2: I, I don't hate it. I really, I, I don't hate it. I just, I couldn't find the value. I could I just, I ran the numbers and and the implied probability and the payout and stuff like that. I just fucking couldn't get there. So.
1: Oh, you guys need to weigh in on. on this one. Uh, I have a question, which basketball derby is crazier in terms of crowd encouragement. Is it the Belgian derby in Serbia or the Athens in Greece?
2: Oh, man. I, I would probably say the Belgard derby is absolutely crazier in terms of crowd encouragement. They really encourage that crowd there. Um it's just it's nuts. I, I I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Belgard Derby. Uh, the, the, the way that they encourage the crowd is is just ridiculous. I don't I don't know how they do it. I, I, I want to know their secret formula of them encouraging the crowd. I would probably I'd probably go with Belgard there.
3: I have no idea what
2: we're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Moving on to the ice.
2: All right. Hey, um, we, we got quite a few uh, hockey games to talk about. I'm going to start off this Calgary Flames of the Philadelphia Flyers. And I, I, I continue to get burned while I bet the Flyers uh, uh, bet against them at least. And so I might as well get burned by you know betting against them again and betting on the Flames because it's a joke, right? Flames burning. I got to do it. Uh, Calgary has not really played their best hockey as of late. Uh, Three game losing streak broken over the weekend they, they shut out the senators for nothing you look at their numbers and, and uh, man it's it's hard not to like this Flames team they rank 11th in gold scored per game their expected goals is in line with that production meaning that they're getting good shots on goal they're sinking these goals that it should be sustainable philly has stayed in games because they're goaltending i think the problem is i just like calgary's goaltending better than philadelphia's so i Listen, I'm probably going to lose this one because when I bet against Philadelphia in hockey, I tend to fucking lose. But I'm going to do it anyway. So a $10 bet on Calgary.
3: I think the problem with the Flyers is we still, this many games into the season, still really don't know who they are and don't trust them. I think they're two even teams, and I'm going to give the slightest of nods to the Flyers being at home, but this was a non-bettable game. I I don't trust them. They they look closer to the 2019 Flyers than they do the 2020 Flyers, but even then, we didn't trust them in 2019. So I'll lean on Philadelphia, but a no play.
1: Yeah, boy, howdy. I think I would lean Philadelphia, too, just because they're catching up a plus lineup. Little mini plus line. But oof, this is a tough one.
2: All right. Hey, moving on to the Islanders at the Panthers. Well, I bet on the Islanders yesterday and and that didn't work out. So time to not bet on them today. Uh heading to Florida playing a Panthers team at seven at home. Seven and oh at home this season. Uh it's a square sucker play. I get it. Uh It's Florida riding a four-game losing streak, but they were all on the road, and I expect them to come out strong for a win today. So a $10 bet on the Panthers at home.
3: And the only thing that worries me about this is I feel like that line is not chalky enough. Minus one sixty-five, minus one seventy. I think that's that's that's. Yeah. Look, this Islanders team looks tired. They looked exhausted yesterday, and you know, and I mentioned it in yesterday's game. They scored three goals total in their last three games. Now they're on the second game of a back-to-back on what their thirteenth road game in a row, going against a, a Stanley Cup you know, contender in Florida. This is an Islanders team that finally gets to play home in a way and away and start to get, I, I'm going to like this Islanders team better. But right now, they look exhausted. I think the Panthers do take care of business. Ten bucks on Florida.
1: All right. Yeah, I think it looks like Florida's going to just kill them. Just kill them. I, I kind of agree with Panther that this line could probably go up a bit.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, still. It's a it's 165, 170 still. Yeah. Oh, it's plenty talking. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, here's the shit of the matter is the reason that the Islanders are on this fucking long uh, road trip is because they're waiting for their stadium Mm -hmm. to be built. And they could have played some games elsewhere. But their whole thing was, well, we're building a new stadium. We want as much revenue in that stadium as possible. So we're just going to hold out. And even if it sacrifices wins for our fucking team, which brings people to the fucking stadium. (laughs) anyway, uh, moving on, let's talk San Jose at Minnesota. Uh, Wild have, a f- uh, have won four of five games. Their loan loss was a really close one on the road in Vegas. Uh, teams that's four, this team is 4-1 at home, uh, welcoming in a Sharks team that uh, it, overall in the season, they've looked better than expected, but they've lost four or five games. And I think part of the reason is they're just not getting good shots on goal. They have a really high PDO meaning some of the shots that were dropping earlier in the season in those first few games where the Sharks looked better, they're no longer dropping. I know it's a lot of chalk, but Papa needs some wins. $10 bet on the Wild. <laughs>
3: Papa needs some wins. Uh, yeah, the, the, we both like the Wild. I I do like the Wild. I think we really do like the Wild at home, but I'm not seeing the dominance that, uh, that we saw last year. Um, so it basically means there's room for improvement for the Wild. This is one of those games. I just can't eat that much chalk um, on the wild right now. So I'll lean on San Jose with that big plus line.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that you're on the right side. I think, I think you're going to get your win today, Max. Uh, <laughs> minus 175. I think, yeah, I think they'll cover that pretty pretty handily.
2: All right, last one up for me. Let's suck Carolina at Vegas. Maybe some uh, disagreement for me and Panther today in on this one. Uh, Carolina, they're a top 10 team for goals scored they rank 30th in expected goals for, and they're number two in PDO. So at some point this season, there, there might be some regression here, but heading into Vegas where the golden Knights are riding a three game winning streak. I am hoping that that regression does not happen today. I'm hoping that they can hold up for one more game. Cause I'm going to bet the hurricanes here. Uh, just I think Vegas is on the verge of riding the ship. The last two weeks, their offense has been much better. Their goaltending is get also getting better there. So I think they're on the verge of becoming that Vegas team that we think they're going to be. Just for this game, this tonight, I think Carolina's got their number. So a $10 bet on the Hurricanes.
3: Now, I gotta be honest, this Vegas team is, I'm really worried that we're seeing who they are I, I just don't know if they're the Stanley Cup contenders that we've seen the last, what, two, three years and they, yeah, they've gotten better, but they've gotten better against subpar competition, this will be a really good test at home for the Golden Knights but I'm on the same side as Max here I like the Hurricanes and don't have to eat a ton of chalk, so ten bucks on Carolina Oh, I think you're both gonna cash
1: that one for sure, I, I, I just don't see them regret- pressing against the the uh, Golden Knights, so I think the Hurricanes is the play.
3: All right, uh, Panther. I think you got two more, right? I got two more. Uh, we're going to look at other New York team, the Rangers at home against Montreal. You know, Montreal's finally got their scoring up to on the season average over two goals per game. So at least they got that first digit, a two. But this is a team that still struggles to score. If you look at their last four games, they had that one win with four goals, but every one of their losses is two goals. I don't know if they can get over two goals against this really good Ranger defense. It's chalky, but I like the Rangers at home. So ten bucks on
2: New York yeah uh, Montreal of course is the the opposite uh, of the hurricanes here where they they're just not able to score goals but but all of the metrics say that they should be scoring more goals in a game, so uh, it probably is starting to balance out a little bit. you're starting to see a little bit more offensive production. They were just fucking horrendous for a stretch. they could just not score anything. Uh, you're probably right, I think the Rangers probably get the win here. just I ran my numbers and the, and with the plus line here, the value says uh, to lean the Canadians. I would only
1: lean the Canadians. I wouldn't bet them. I'm I'm thinking maybe look at Rangers puck line here at the plus one forty
3: eight. Oh wow, yeah, may, may, that, that maybe one more game for me. Uh, Edmonton at Winnipeg. I you know I'm not high on. Almost any of these Canadian teams. But this Edmonton team really has my attention. Their scoring has trickled down a little bit, as we expect, but they still put so much pressure on the opponent to keep up that the, the, the scoring is there. I think they can, what, they need four goals to win, in my opinion, against Winnipeg. I think they can get four goals against Winnipeg. So $10. I thought I was uh, catching a slightest of plus line here with the Oilers. At plus one hundred and five, but uh, I don't know what we're looking at here, in March.
1: Uh, you're looking at
3: minus one hundred and ten. Looks like. Yeah, it looks like Vegas agrees. Ten dollars on the Oilers. Yeah, I mean, there's quite
2: a few Canadian teams that that are playing some good hockey. We mentioned Calgary already. Edmondson is definitely one of the the better teams in the NHL. Uh, I don't discount the the Winnipeg Jets though. The only. Canadian team that is fuck fuck Toronto right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no I, I think the Jets are a pretty fucking good team and and their goaltending is, is really starting to come together that was a, good, a strength going into the season and it started off slow but it's, it's coming together uh, this is a fucking close one to me man I uh, I will lean Winnipeg here but really this this is a hell of a matchup probably, probably the best matchup on the, on, on the board today
1: yeah I wouldn't want a piece of this game if a if, gun to my head if I had to pick one I would probably uh, pick Winnipeg at home minus 105 but it's going to be a it's going to be a close one it's going to be an asshole clincher.
3: <laughs> rangers all the plays I have.
1: rangers versus canadians under question
2: uh what is that five and, a half? five and a half. man they're basically saying that the canadians are going to score what one goal there
3: three Maybe? i mean does it get over three to two arch suggested the puck line uh so three to one i'm yeah, thinking one, it, I'm, one. it's an over it's, it's an
2: over do you think over. it's an over there I think I,
1: a, yeah, i'm just worried about uh, how many points the rangers are going to score
2: oh shit yeah i, I guess so with no carry price in the goal maybe the rangers could have i, I think it's going to be more of a i I'd probably shade the under there i i think i think three to one right there
3: yeah i'm, I'm probably shading the under montreal really struggles to score and even without uh carry price i still think that that uh under five and a half seems like the play to me
1: all right. Uh, Iceberg says Montreal plus one and a half. He thinks they're going to keep it close. So maybe that is an underplay. All right. So we talked about basketball, football, hockey, and Greek basketball. Yes, or Serbian basketball. I don't know. I don't know anything about Serbia, except they do produce some nice
2: women. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the degens app for Android or iOS. Let us know anything about our picture. If anyone picks over on Twitter at betting absolute, no matter where you listen to that, please highest rating comments,
3: subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Panther, please take us home. Take you home real quick, guys. Don't forget. We got college football Mac action tonight. I'm actually on two of those games. Eastern Michigan plus five and a half at home. I like uh, EMU and Bowling Green catching 17 at Miami of Ohio. I like Bowling Green plus the 17 and the over. 51 and a half. Your Panther Parlay for today. We're looking at the Clippers with that money line. Then the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Put those three together. That's your Panther Parlay. Then you hang out on Facebook, Twitter, give us a shout out. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're gonna do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all
0: medicine cool. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents
1: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus